Welcome to A Work of Grace, a podcast to encourage and uplift Christian women in everyday life like marriage, parenting, and godly womanhood. The popular cliche advice for newlyweds is usually, never go to bed angry, stay up and work it out. It likely comes from the verse in Ephesians where Paul tells us to not let the sun go down on our anger. On today's episode, we will discuss anger and how to deal with it in why do go to bed angry sometimes, candidly sharing her own story of when she did let the sun go down on her anger. Amy will explain how she dealt with her anger. Here's your host, Amy and Bo. Thank you, Sarah. I was angry. I was deeply hurt. And it was late. He knew how I felt, and yet he still didn't apologize. Instead, he was getting ready for bed, and my frustration elevated. The tears rolled down my cheeks, and it didn't look like anything was going to get resolved tonight. So I started getting ready for bed, too. And guilt washed over me as I brushed my teeth and contemplated that popular marriage rule. Never go to bed angry. Right. Now, not only am I upset, but I'm breaking this cardinal rule, too. My marriage is doomed. Or is it? Early on in my marriage, I worried about breaking popular advice such as this one. But then I realized that, just like any cliché advice, it must be taken with a grain of salt. And this is why I do go to bed angry, sometimes. Fighting with my husband is one of those things I dislike most in my life. It doesn't occur very often, so it isn't something either of us is used to. We are blessed to have a marriage where arguments and pain are not a normal occurrence. But we are both human, and we both get angry sometimes. And sometimes we do go to bed angry. Well, maybe more me than him. And maybe this sounds like your marriage. Maybe you fight sometimes and go to bed angry, knowing it goes against that marriage rule. But, well, it kind of works for you and your hubby. It turns out to be a good thing. And guess what? That's okay. When I go to bed angry, I use that time before falling asleep to talk to God about what is happening. When I am in the heat of anger, I don't think to quiet myself before the Lord. I'm too busy fighting and trying to make myself heard. My focus is on me, my wants, and my needs. But when I am quiet and conversing with my Heavenly Father, my anger disperses and I feel His peace. It is during this time that He's able to speak to my heart. I am more open to receiving his conviction if I had wronged my husband in any way, including thinking bad thoughts about him. During this quiet time with God, he is able to give me his love for my husband, and I can pray for God's solution to the problem and wisdom in how to deal with it. Wisdom for me and for wisdom for Marcus. When I'm tired, my emotions tend to be more sensitive and unreasonable. Not really ideal conditions for working out a problem, right? With some rest, I am better able to think about the issue. I've had time to think and process the situation. Do you need time to process too? I find the extra time helpful for me to see things clearly and to deal with any rooted issues I might have. I've gotten into the habit of asking God to renew and revive my love for my husband. You see, my husband and I have been through a lot over the years. We've had ample opportunities to prove the scripture verse that says two shall become one. We've had to. And for reference, that's Genesis 2.24. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united with his wife, and they become one flesh. Because of events that have occurred in our extended family, 
Marcus has had to be my defender, my protector. I've had to rest in his strength and protection many, many times. He has proven to me time and again that his heart is for me, that he has my best interest at heart, and he would never intentionally hurt me. I have resolved to not allow disagreements to hinder my love for him. And sometimes I need the night to seek the Lord and ask him to remind me of my love for my husband. And you know what? It always works. Sometimes God needs me to keep my mouth shut so that he can deal with my husband. If I'm blabbing on and on about how I am right, which we know I usually am, then I don't leave room for God to speak to Marcus's heart. My husband needs that quiet to seek the Lord as well. Staying up all night trying to work things out just might interfere with what God wants to teach Marcus and what he wants to teach me. Just because a piece of advice is popular doesn't mean it's always right or even just right for that given situation. If you go to bed angry and don't seek the Lord and, and then don't try to resolve the problem the following day or ever, then yes, you might want to stick to the cliche advice of staying up until the issue is resolved, but still seek the Lord. And maybe, like me, you need that time to process, pray, and just listen. Just because a piece of advice is popular and touted by almost everyone without much thought or reason doesn't mean it is the best advice for your marriage or for that specific issue. Walking in the Spirit requires us to seek the Lord for his counsel instead of worldly cliches. Instead of reacting to a situation, I turn to the Lord for wisdom and discernment. Doing this has helped me to see if there is something else bothering my husband or if I am overreacting because of some unhealed root in my life. Being led by the Spirit has really helped me to know when to keep talking it out and when to remain quiet, as hard as that is sometimes. And we must remember that when Paul said to not, not go to bed angry or not let the sun go down on your anger, it's really meaning to not have an unreasonable prolonged time without working out that issue. We must not let anger control us. We should never use it to sin. We should deal with our anger and, and its root quickly, as soon as possible, and then promptly put it away from our lives. That also might require you to spend some time with the Lord. Do you go to bed angry? Have you been walking in the Spirit? Do you allow the Holy Spirit to guide your conversations? Are you and your husband one? Those are some really good questions to think about and to discuss with your husband as well. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then you'll love my Bible study on marriage. And it's called Valiant and Biblical. It's uh, Proverbs 31 plus more uh, Bible study. And um, it's not your typical Proverbs 31 Bible study. So don't think that you're going to just be reading the same old stuff about doing more, working more, working harder, keeping your house clean and all that jazz. That's not, that's not really what Proverbs 31 is about. So I, I hope that you will go ahead and check that out. I will leave the link at the bottom of the podcast. Uh, or you can sign up for my newsletter. And um, presently we're doing a Women of the Bible study through um, our, my weekly newsletter. So that might be something you enjoy as well. Thanks for listening to this podcast, Why I Do Go to Bed Angry Sometimes. You can read the blog post of this podcast at amyimbo.com. Just click the link below the podcast in Podbean. You can also find me on various social media using the links on my site or even doing a search for me, Amy Imbo or A Work of Grace. I'd love to hear what you thought about today's podcast. Go ahead and leave a comment and let me know. 
Next week, we'll talk about, is it really my duty as his wife? I will share with you why I think telling wives it's their duty is very bad advice. If you've ever been told that, to do it because it's your wifely duty, then I think that you will enjoy next week's podcast. Thanks for joining us this week on A Work of Grace. Make sure to visit our website, amyandblue.com, for A Work of Grace. You can subscribe to this podcast on Podbean or download from either Podbean, Google Play Music, or iTunes. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate you sharing it on social media. Just click share below the podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. In the meantime, remember, you are rescued, redeemed, restored.